You're listening to the Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, Jim Crane, no restriction. The Pittsburgh Podcast Network, and I'm excited. I'm at Burgers, uh, great, great uh, burger bar. Burgers on a Baker's time. And it is my buddy Larry, Larry Richard, and uh, Larry's uh, evil twin brother, Ken. That's what we got to call Ken now. I like that, right? Jim. I like that. The evil twin brother, Ken, owns Burgers. That's perfect. <laughs> and. I'm here with Bruno San Martino, which I'm honored. Always, I'm, I love. I can't believe Larry and I both say this, Bruno. We grew up like, and you're close in age. It's not like we're, you know. But I'm just saying, we were watching studio wrestling and then following you, your career, and you as a person. And you've just always been an idol. Larry and I both. And we both talk on the phone. And we're thinking, we cannot believe we're going to go to Italy with Bruno San Martino. If I was little and, and I was watching TV, my, my grandmother, who was from Poland, and she'd speak broken English. And she'd point at Bruno. I swear to God, we'd watch every Saturday. And she'd say, that's a good man, Sonny. That's a good man. And she'd always say that about Bruno. And I, and I would, you know, start to follow you and idolize you because my grandmother loved you. And... Uh, and I saw your matches with George Steele, the animal, at the arena and all that stuff. But uh, it's so cool, man, being on the trip with you. It's going to be great. Well, again, I repeat, I really, Larry's been there. And Larry's always told me, and I know Larry is a very honest guy, and he always told me that that was an experience he will never forget. That's how much I impressed he was with the whole, with the whole thing. And I think you will be... As well, well I, and uh, and now let me just say to you, you said some wonderful things about me. I want you to know that I've never forgotten that I was hospitalized. I'd only met you once or so, and I'm in a hospital, and I get a big, huge bouquet of flowers, a big, big deal. And who was it from? Jimmy Cram. Uh, well, I never forgot you, that, Bruno. and I appreciate that. Uh, and this guy here, this guy here, I, uh, some of the surgeries that I've had made sure that Larry's always taking the time, as busy as he is, he always took the time to come and visit me. Most genuine Well, job. here's the most exciting part is Bruno got a phone call several months ago from the mayor of Pizza Ferrado, which is a small town in the Apennine Mountains, about three hours east-northeast of Rome. And the mayor informed him that they were going to put up a statue of him in the piazza, which is the main part of the town, little village. And they're going to do this dedication August 5th, which is in the middle of the San Domenico Festival, the patron saint of the village. So it's like a homecoming weekend. So the population is going to double for the day. And in the midst of all that, they're going to honor Bruno with this statue that's 10 foot tall, kind of like a rocky statue that they have in Philly, only bigger and better. They're going to make his childhood home a museum as a tribute to his family, his mother, and all the people who suffered in World War II at the hands of the Nazi SS. And the part of the medical center they're going to name after Bruno's brave, brave mother, Emilia. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime trip, and we're so honored and excited to be joining. You you know, it's neat, Larry. A lot of people don't know some of the things that your mother actually would risk her life in this town, outside of this town, hiding in a cave, right, in the winter, to get food for you to live 
and there are stories where she almost got caught, and I can't believe some of the stories. One time she was captured, and she barely escaped, and they shot after her as she ran through the woods, and uh, she made it back up the mountain. But another time they were shooting at her, they saw her on sightings, they got in the shoulder, and when she came back, she had nearly bled to death. And that wasn't long. My aunt and Helmet patched her up with the that we had no medicals or anything. And what didn't stay long and she would make that journey again because she knew that that's the only way we were gonna survive is through her sacrifice to get us some food. She was a warrior like uh a and she's a peasant just a peasant woman, never went to school. She worked the fields like everybody else. The most humble person you'd ever meet in your life was my mom. She really was. She thought not mom. She, when people praised like, oh my God, you did this. She said, well, anybody would do what I did. You know, you have, you have to live. You have the children. And to her, you know, like no big deal. That's what heroes are like about. It really gave you the, your values and in, in your days in, in, in Pittsburgh and, and becoming a wrestler. Uh, that had to be what a, what a difference going from not knowing where your next meal was and, and being chased by the Nazis to having sold out crowds at the arena, at Civic Arena, or, or even Madison Square Garden for that for that matter. So it must have been, it's an amazing journey. Yeah, it, it was like for me too. I sometimes I wondered, am I going to wake up and find this out to be a dream? I thought, <laughs> who am I? I'd be in the garden every three weeks in the sixties. And we'd always pack the place, always pack the place. And now it's a puzzle me because I thought, my God, I'm so grateful. But what what is it that makes them, what you know? I was just just puzzled by it all. But extremely, extremely grateful. Like I've said a thousand times, if it wasn't for those fans who came and followed me, I would have been who would I been? Nobody. But because of them. They allowed me to give my family a much better living than I'd ever known, and I'll always be grateful to them because I owe it all to, to, to those fans. Worst injury you ever had in the ring, and who gave it to you? A broken neck, a guy named Stan Hansen. I came within a millimeter of being paralyzed from the neck down, so that was the most dangerous. Where were you wrestling him at? Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You, you see, what did he do to you? Well, I was coming up the road. He picked me up like you would body slam somebody. Yeah. But he dumped me on my head instead. I came straight down on my head. And that's how I broke my neck. Who, who came up with the cage match idea, which I thought was phenomenal as a kid when I watched you against George the Animal Steel in a cage? Who came with it? That whole concept was, is a bizarre concept, but I loved it you know, from a fan's perspective anyway. My greatest cage matches ever were with a guy named Ivan Koloff. Yes, I saw these. I watched the couple. Oh, my God. The cage matches were him. The Russian giant or whatever. Yeah, yeah he was 300 pounds. He wasn't tall, but he was 300 pounds. He was a big guy. And he was really put together, you know. You, you want a story, Jimmy? Uh, we were in New York City when Bruno was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, and we went to a place called the Yale Club for lunch. And Bruno told the story about wrestling a monkey. Rangatang. Oh my God! You wrestled well, a rangatang. You got to rangatang. Tell, tell Jimmy and, I, and, and his audience this story. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh my God! So how, what happened? They put well, rangatangs that, that, that could kill you. This animal. It's a big animal. It's yeah. very, you know, it's well, a wild I, animal. <laughs> I, I was working at the Hilton Hotel. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, I don't know if you know Sal Williams. He's still living. He was the foreman of the iron workers. Okay. And uh, one day while we were working, he says to me, Bruno, he said, uh, how would you like to make 50 bucks for five minutes? I said, $50? Now, keep in mind, I was making $2 an hour as an apprentice. That sounded to me like a fortune. I said, $50 for five minutes? Yeah, I said, sure. He said, I mean it. I said, well, what do I have to do? He says, wrestle a monkey. He said, a monkey. I said, what monkey? He says, a carnival's coming at the top, and they have a wrestling monkey. And all you have to do is go five minutes, because they say that nobody can go five minutes with the monkey. I said, five minutes? I said, the monkey? I said, yeah. I said, you better believe, 50 bucks? I said, I'll take it. Well, when I went there and they had all the guys from work, everybody drove to the carnival. It was a big, huge cage covered in canvas. And when they unveiled it for me to go in, I looked across and thought, my God, that's not a monkey, that's a gorilla. It was a attack. Oh but the God, way it was Bruno. hanging up there looked really, yeah. especially in a close, in a case, looked probably bigger than it was. What did you do? Oh, and I fought him for 15 minutes. Yeah. But when I came out of there, I was shredded. Uh, I had sweatpants, I had a sweatshirt, and boots. When I come out, the good thing I had tights underneath my sweatpants, because it tore all that stuff out, and I was, my eyes were closed. It speak like two pistons. He kept attacking my face. Were you afraid he'd bite you or something like that? No, he had, the, he had, the, he had a mask on had a or something? On, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the craziest thing I've ever... And, and then I was embarrassed because all my guys at work were watching. So when I saw him, I saw that his stomach looked kind of soft, the way he was breathing. So I, 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 I tried to see because I could hardly see. Yeah. And I went that close as we got before you he made a move. Yeah. I lunged at it and I hit it in the gut. And so when I hit him in the gut, he dropped. Oh no, you dropped your rate? <laughs> came down from the. the, the oh driver. my god, yeah. And then the owner starts screaming like a. a you know, like, she that broke. So because oh. I wasn't allowed to punch, I was supposed to wrestle. So not only. The, not only did I get the worst of it, got the hell beat out of me, but then he wouldn't pay me. Because he wouldn't pay said, you because you no, punched him, because he knocked him out. Because I used the fist. <laughs> he yeah. put the orangutan thing out. And he went That's home and his wife, Carol, said, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Orangutan. Yeah. <laughs> that was my battle with the orangutan. That's incredible. Man. You have a chance to so funny. come with us to Italy because uh, no restrictions. Jimmy's going to be covering the travels to Italy. But when we get back on August 25th, there's a big fundraiser for first responders and some of the hospitals in the area. And the headliner is going to be Bruno San Martino, Casey and the Sunshine Band, and Ario Speedwagon. I don't know what songs Bruno's going to be singing, <laughs> but it's whatever ones he wants. It's, it's, <laughs> Because Bruno, could, he could level us right now. He's in better shape than you and I. If you want to join us, tickets are available, but just a limited amount. You can go to HM3 Partners Independence Fund, and uh, you can join Bruno and Casey and Ario and Jimmy and Donnie Harris, who's going down to Italy with us. It's going to be uh, an incredible journey here in the next month and a half. That's the thing. On the 25th, uh, the tickets uh, is a donation, by the way. Don't forget, it's a donation you'll be giving. And we're going to hang at this party, and you can talk to us, and we're going to be hanging out talking, having Rocky Patel cigars, by the way. Always love my, i got to give a shout-out to uh, Rocky Patel, the best cigar 
Uh, I love my Rocky Patels. And I enjoyed meeting Rocky. He's such a genuine guy and excited for him to bring his burn to Pittsburgh in the future. And I also want to let people know we're completing a documentary about Bruno's life. And this is the final chapter going and seeing this dedication ceremony in Pizza Parade, Italy, Bruno's hometown. In, in the background, you're, we're at a bar here at Burgers, as I mentioned earlier, but Burgers has a tremendous burger, and as I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, Larry, or, well, maybe you could be the evil brother. Ken doesn't always have to be the evil brother. I'd, I'd much prefer if he was the evil brother. All right. Ken, you're the evil brother. Sorry. Look, look, at, look at Bruno and I. Literally the worst tag team match <laughs> in the history of wrestling right here. Well, I used to be Bruno... And Kenny Oldensky used to be Dominic DiNucci in the strip district when we reenact the tag team. So I was you, Bruno. Well, Dominic is still here. I stay in touch with him. We see each other once in a blue moon. And uh, believe it or not, he's, he's doing all right. He's uh, 85 years old now. Oh, man. These guys are tough guys. I'm, they're incredible. I'll say, Bruno, how old are you now? About 80? I'll be 82 in a month. 82 and 85. And I will guarantee you that Bruno and Dominic would beat... Kenny and I right now and, and again, in our match. I want to give uh, raise a tallest shout out. Partners with my brother Ken at Burgers on Eight here and letting them letting us do our lunch launch for this whole trip and series with Bruno Zamatino and Jimmy Cren. I love it. Lunch launch. I like that. Say that ten times, Larry. I know. I did the morning so many years. Larry's hitting a wall. I could tell. I could see it. The morning wall. It's about. It's close sleeping. to one o'clock. This is. It's the morning wall for Larry. It's nap time. It's nap time, Larry. <laughs> Oh, man. A lot of fun here. Bruno, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for doing the podcast. Oh, Appreciate my goodness. It. My pleasure. So nice to see you again. Me too. And, uh, me too. Uh, yeah. Say hello to your wonderful wife. My wife fell in love with your wife. Oh. She thinks she's so special. Thank you, Bruno. And she is very special. Thank you. We, very we, pretty, too. Thank you. I was going to say, we got lucky, you and I. We ended up marrying women that are way hey, out of our league. I'm still right? with the ladies. Beautiful. 59 years. You're beautiful. You're, uh, we, yes. Well, I love her, too, Bruno. Tell her that you're the best. Uh, I can't wait for Italy. Can't wait for Italy, man. Good. A lot of fun. Bruno San Martino, Larry Richard, Jim Crane, no restrictions. No restrictions. No restrictions. In case you didn't realize, you're listening to the Jim Cren podcast called No Restrictions, you jag off. Hey, it's John Chamberlain from the You Jag Off podcast. You know, the podcast all about Pittsburgh. You can get our podcast. Just search for You Jag Off podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, whatever app you use. And remember, the You Jag Off podcast can also be heard on youjagoff.com. The You Jag Off podcast produced by the Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. This is the Pittsburgh Podcast Network.